Okay, so if you guys are just listening to the audio version of this, please go to my YouTube. I forgot to upload the last two. I'm debating on whether or not I'm going to upload them. I uploaded them to video on YouTube, but I didn't upload them here. And I should do that because some of you do just listen, and I know that. But, ugh, gay. Anyway, be right. Just go to my YouTube already. It's youtube.com slash Ty Rivera. I'll still post them here. I, I'll post the other two. I'm sorry I'm doing you guys this way. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Just enjoy this one. One way or another, it's time to get unbothered. Everything bothers him. He's unbothered. He calls it unbothered, but that's what's cute because everything bothers him. He's bothered. I'm a botherina. What's up, everybody? Ty Rivera here, the absolute best LGBTQ comedian in the world. Before we get started, please make sure you hit the like button, comment when I get on your nerves, and subscribe so you know the next time that I'll be getting on your nerves. Welcome to yet another episode of Unbothered, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, it's Unbothered by Ty Rivera. Bijou is currently enjoying a Whimsy's Alligator. Whimsy's Alligator, never to be sponsor of Unbothered by Ty Rivera. It's final, there's nothing to talk about. So Sorry, whimsies, you missed the boat. But you can still go down to the Amazon link below and give me a little bit of cheat day food money, candy money. That's what I d can do with that. Um, it really is candy money. It's, and if you know me and candy, Sundays is when I have candy. So be a long time before those checks come in. <laughs> All right, let me get myself together. This one's going to be an all-nighter, like not the unbothered. Don't worry, I'm still only going to take up an hour of your time at the most. I hate when people waste my time. But yeah, um, this one is going to be an all-nighter for me because I fly out tomorrow to go to Chattanooga. So Bijou is going to have company here at my place. And this is the first time we're experimenting that way. But I am... Happy with that idea because Bijou likes being here better than anywhere else. Bijou doesn't even want to go on the road with me anymore, and I don't blame her. She's she's done her share of travel. So this is going to be the first time doing it that way. I ended up having another quote-unquote disaster date the other night, and I wouldn't even say, well, for him it was a disaster. For me, it was just the way that life works when you're around me or with me. And I have to deal with it. So I feel like if I have to deal with it, anybody around me has to deal with it if they choose to. And this guy, I don't think I had talked to you guys about him before, but I know I might have talked about him here before because this was like several, several months back. So you'd really have to dig in the crates. It might even be just on audio to even hear me talk about this guy. But he was trying to turn me into like a boyfriend type, which my grinder specifically says that I'm not looking for a boyfriend. Well, it said that. Now I've changed my ways. I just updated it a couple days ago and put that I'm open to relationships or open to LTR, which is long-term relationship. So I, I am thinking a different way. I still have to fuck you first to see if it's worth being in a relationship with. That's just, them's the rules, you know, you guys. I want to clean it up for you guys, but I don't feel like I have it in me today. So I'm just going to do this the way I do it, and then you can judge me for it as you see fit because we just got to talk, you know, because I was recording the Tommy Lasorda video. So here's the deal. This guy I had talked to on Grinder several months back. I'll just give you a recap in case I didn't talk about it and you don't want to go digging through. I don't blame you if you don't at all. Not even a little bit. I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, I have a life. Does this person think I don't have a life? So what happened was I um, was chatting with him months back. 
and he was cute very feminine though had uh you know long acrylic nails and they were painted black but i i was still into him i still like because i go for that i mean like i like girly boys sometimes it's just some people would try to deny that and be like you know i know some people have some shame about that and shame people for their masculinity or lack of i'm a person that's all over the spectrum when it comes to masculinity i don't care either way i just like men you know but like the shades of men whatever that may be including very very gay flaming gay sometimes you could say but one thing I don't like is when people try to force a relationship with me before we've met my criteria. We have to hook up first. And if you don't want to date me, then don't date me. It's not like I put pressure on people for this. It's just the way that I work. Some people have their three date rule. And that to me is forcing something on somebody and also comes with like a price tag because three dates can be pretty pricey, especially if you're still trying to impress somebody and show them that you actually care about them. And then what if they decide not to fuck you after the third date? Like I personally cut all of that out for you and me and just say, let's fuck in the beginning. See if that works, because if that doesn't work, there's nowhere to go. That's really, you know, I try to find my way around it. But no, if that doesn't work, it just doesn't go. You got to be able to have good sex with somebody. I really do feel that way. And I kind of didn't pay attention to that rule at least once. And it didn't work out well and it was because the person was trying to pretend to be more virtuous than they actually were and it did nothing for me it didn't make me I felt like they were being dishonest so actually it ruined everything for me but this guy that I was talking to you know that was trying to kind of force me into the relationship type mode was like extra gamey about it like playing games because what he did was originally we started off on that note and we were both sending each other dirty pictures and stuff like that and then he shifted down on me and was like I actually you know want us to go out to dinner or something like that and I was just like yeah that wasn't the way we were talking so I don't remember if he blocked me or I blocked him. Either way, somebody got blocked. I know that because we just stopped talking. And I honestly don't remember. There's a lot of tricks between then and now. And this was long ago enough that both of us were trying to remember how that went down when we were on the phone or on Grinder chatting again. Because what happened was we stopped talking that time, didn't meet, nothing like that. And then he hit me up a couple nights ago and said that, you know, I looked familiar. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I talked to you before. And then he told me the story, which if he had never told me, I never would have had that in my head because you guys know my memory. I barely remember the story now. And my memory has been jogged like I talked to him. So this is where he could have just pretended because he was he's cute. So he could have just pretended that that never happened. And his look has changed a bit. He's got a more masculine look, which, I, like I said, I don't care either way, but it is like an attractive look on him. What he's doing right now is nice. He's still got acrylic nails. Um, we ended up meeting, you know, that, but like there's rudeness involved with it on my part. And that part I really did feel bad about. But also I was dealing with the fact that I know he's kind of like the gay version of a good girl to a certain degree he may have like gotten out a little more now because when we were talking he kind of alluded to that and this time he sent dirtier pictures than he did the first time um which was appreciated don't think i did not appreciate that he sent me some updated pics i do appreciate that it was nice but 
What happened was I ended up inviting him over and then he was down to come over, but that was on Monday and Storn ended up coming over on Monday and I didn't think we were going to take that long because usually it doesn't take that long for us to edit something, but we really did put a lot of time into the Tommy Lasorda video, which breaks my heart that more people haven't seen the Tommy Lasorda video, but I'll probably insert it right here. You know what? I just want to be the first to say rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> So I know Tommy Lasorda isn't actually dead yet, but we all know Tommy Lasorda is 93 years old. He just got put in intensive care for a mysterious illness, probably the vids, but I don't want to start no rumors and I don't want to panic anybody. And I know most of you probably don't even think I know who Tommy Lasorda is, but of course I know who Thomas Charles Lasorda is, you goons. Hall of Famer Tommy Lasorda was born September 22nd, 1927, blah, blah, blah. Managed the Los Angeles Dodgers for two decades, blah, blah, blah. Two-time World Series champion, blah, blah, blah. But most importantly, he was the face for Slim Fast, where he taught us that losing weight was as easy as... A healthy, delicious shake for breakfast one for lunch, and then a sensible dinner. And now Tommy Lasorda has gone from slim fast to slim chance. Because like I said, he's already 93 years old. He's in intensive care. Let's face it, Tommy. You're in the bottom of the ninth, two out, nobody on, and Kurt Gibson ain't nowhere to be found. And look who's coming up. If you ask me, you're out! Yeah, and it breaks my heart that nobody saw that video. Like, it got extremely low views on every platform. So that breaks my heart because to me it was really fun. The people that liked it or that saw it liked it, got it, you know. But it was like that little minute and a half that you saw really did take, what, like three hours? Because first I had to record it, then we were like, pulling the clips and stuff like that and like all of that doesn't take that long but it was just editing it you know like and trying to make it so it was fun the way we wanted it to be and so I don't regret that part but what I do regret is he hit me up because he was supposed to come over around 10 well I said 11 11 30 and then he said he was out of school at 10 because he goes to school for hair and I know big surprise Queens huh um and but it, it was like it, he I didn't realize that he was putting himself out the way he was putting himself out at the same time because you know I'm not used to a 28 year old man saying that he had to sneak out of his parents house or his house like that was weird to me in that way you know what I mean just like not enough independence I don't care if you live with your parents like different people have different situations and we're going through a pandemic right now so I'm not at all judgmental about that my thing was just the idea that you would have to sneak out of your parents place at 28 or maybe it was 29 I can't remember um, but whatever the age um, to me, that's not enough independence for what I probably would need. So that, I guess, could have been a red flag. But I was also thinking, like, you know, when he was done or when we were done, that it would be cool to hook up with this guy because, you know, I'd have that energy and be ready to release, you know, from all the editing and stuff like that. So I ended up keeping him waiting, I think, if you split the difference for about two hours. And but I was keeping him posted throughout and he had asked me if I wanted to reschedule. And I said no, because I didn't think it would take that much longer. And then I figured he also 
probably would have a place to go, you know, like a place he hangs out to kill time or something like that. I personally wouldn't wait for anybody like that. And so, but, you know, also like the thing was, I know that this guy is thinking more relationship type, you know, so there's that too. There's me being like, okay, well, if this guy was trying to force me into this position before, and even on this exchange more recently, he let it be known that he was still a little more down to hang out. And so that was the other thing that I was thinking about. I was like, okay, well, if this guy wants to see what it's like, because on the way he looks and, you know, the things that we were talking about on chat, it's like I wouldn't not be open to dating him, but if that's the way you want to come in, then see what it's like. You know, it's like you have your quick way of fast-tracking everything, and I have mine, and we'll definitely be going at my pace if you're currently living with your parents and have to sneak out. Does that make sense? Because I'm not going to switch to that life. You know, that's not going to, we're not going in that direction at this juncture. Maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe some other time I'll be down for a second childhood. But right now, I'm not that gal. So the thing was, uh, I didn't mind. And I even told him on text when we were talking, I was like, if you want, you know, I'll even let you punish me by telling me about yourself when you get over here. So, but then what happened was, so me and Storin wrap up what we're doing and Storin had a lot to do with the editing. So I want to make sure I give full credit where it's due. I mean, like I'm pretty good myself with my little silliness and stuff like that. But Storin on those just kills it and he helps me and I, like he has to put up with my stupid whatever, you know, I do. But it's we're a fun combo when it comes to that. So I don't regret that part at all. I don't even care. Um, and I don't care about any of this. You know how I am. We've discussed this more recently. I know that I have a better memory than that. I know we've talked about that. So I'm not even tripping about that. But the other thing that happened was, OK, so if Storin leaves and I finally get to this guy and I have to go to him, but also I had to brush my teeth and stuff like that. And because me and Storin had just finished editing and I'm in creative mode, I'm not really switched to sexual mode yet because now this guy is here and I know he's been waiting. So it's like I have to in some way navigate this situation where it works out for both of us because really I'm not trying to like make it so people don't have a good experience like my objective with people that I hook up with and stuff like that is not at all to make them uncomfortable or treat them like shit or whatever. We have fun when we have fun. We, you know, in a lot of cases just have a quick random, you know, I do a fair amount of those, but I think you can still be respectful with the person even in that exchange. And so that's what you have to remember about this. Like none of this was me trying to waste his time, trying to mistreat him, any of that, just everything ran over and it was like working late, but I just happened to work from here editing. So he gets here and he's waiting. And like I said, I brush my teeth, make sure I'm all, and then also while Storin was here, I was cleaning up my place. Cause if I'm going to have somebody over that's somewhat respectable and I'm not just trying to fuck them, like I'm trying to get to know them as well. Cause that's the other thing I told him. I was like, whenever we hang out, we can actually hang out. Like we don't have to just fuck and you leave. I had told him this on text when we were chatting while I was finishing up editing, you know, cause while Storin is doing his part to, and I try not to get in the way cause 
that's a part of why me and Storm get along really well is because we don't micromanage each other. So when we're working on something together, there's there will be like the other one asking, does this look all right to you or do you think this looks funny every once in a while? But for the most part, one just walks away, the other does their little shit and then you come back and you see it and you're like, yeah, you're fucking stupid, but yes. And so, and so we're both that way. So I'm texting and cleaning up my place while Storin is working on his part. And then uh, I'm saying this kind of stuff, you know, where it's like letting him know, like if you want to hang out, that's going to be like afternoon for me. So even though it's nighttime, it doesn't have to be just like hit and run. But there was also that. Once me and Storin had finished with everything, I wanted to hurry up and at least schedule it to go out because I really do like it and I really do think it's very fun. And so that's why I played it in the middle of this because one way or another, it's going to get those views. Even if it's stuck in here, it's going to get those views because ugh, I just love it so much. But anyway, um, so then I wanted to schedule it and that's a whole nother process because you have to, you know, like do all the YouTube stuff that you have to do so that hopefully you get on the algorithm, which did not work this time, but it's all still a good process for me and I love, you know, my life. So overall, understand, um, it's just what it is. So. I wanted to do that. So that was on my mind at the same time. I'm still thinking like, okay, I really want to get this scheduled. And if it does work out, then how am I going to get rid of him? Because I'm notoriously bad once I like somebody at like telling them to leave. I just, it's, it's a, and it, like, you know, if they were to piss me off, they'd get told to leave right away. But if I like, if we're, and usually like, you know, I'm pretty good at, not only liking people but making them like me too if we're if i'm tuned in that way so you know and i don't know what's gonna happen I, like i said i'm open so it was cool um but then what happened was i'm thinking about that and i'm like whatever i'm still gonna go get this guy because now there's no way to say no you know he's been waiting two hours so there was also the it's too late to reschedule you're just gonna have to you know powder your nose and get out there i didn't powder my nose but you know and well i haven't powdered my nose for a good minute halloween was the last time i powdered, but it's not about that so i wish you guys would stop trying to get sidetracked while i'm trying to tell a story like that i'm gonna have to ask you guys to stop doing because I really am trying to just get this story out. And my sister will tell you, I am a notoriously bad storyteller. To be a comedian, I sure am bad at telling stories in regular life. Exhibit A. Anyway, this isn't about my sister. This isn't about, this is about this guy that I'm on this, well, supposed to be go, like hanging out with, hooking up with. Who knows what it was supposed to be? So anyway, I had told him that I was going to lick his asshole though. I did say that in so many words so that's why if you ever wonder why i don't really care about grabber by the pussy because there's a way i talk and he was still coming over you know like so it wasn't like that turned him off but what did happen and this is the worst is when i finally get outside i tell him you know where the gate is but i tell him to wait at his car because i know it can get a little sketchy and plus it's cold out there or it was that night a little bit cold tonight's actually nice but um i told him to wait at his car or in his car and i was like i'll go get you also like i said he's a girly boy so i know girly boys sometimes like to be walked in or feel like a lady you know it's what it is and i might it might sound like i'm 
uh, being patronizing or like condescending in the way that I'm talking right now, but I'm letting you know how the dynamics work out a lot for me specifically. This isn't every gay man's experience. I just am a gay man that dates men all over the masculine spectrum. So I know girly boys like to be treated a certain way. So I'll go to your car and get you. I know the area is kind of sketchy. You're a good girl. I get it. Um, so yeah, I tell him to wait in his car and then this is what happened. This is what you can't plan for. You know, there's some things that you can't plan for. I am walking to the parking lot. If you've been to my place, you know where I'm talking about the, Never mind. Let's not give up too many clues. There's a lot of creeps on the internet and I attract a fair amount of them. But what happens is I go to walk out so that I can go get him. And all of a sudden this guy walks up clearly a tweaker or tweaker adjacent and he has a baby stroller with boots in it which made no sense to me but whatever maybe you like to carry your boots in a baby stroller i don't know how you roll well i think i kind of got an idea of how he personally rolled but anyway he rolls with a <laughs> stroller <laughs> with boots in a baby stroller. Some people just do it like that. I am not one to question. I always live in sketchy neighborhoods. I don't think about this stuff. So he says something that's actually quite nice to me. I've met a few homeless people like this, and I used to do a joke about one of them in a good way, do a joke. But he was one of the homeless people that uh, or tweakers that was I'm trying to figure out the politically correct way to say that. So just go with me. You know, you know, my heart's in the right place right now. I'm telling a story. I just said that this guy said something good to me or something that was actually positive. What he said was he said something like, my name is daddy. I've heard that one before. Um, or maybe he said dad. I can't remember which he said. I was still kind of never mind. Uh, well, yeah, I was still kind of high because me and Storin had just been editing. So there's that going on in the whole process, too, which really doesn't affect me too much. But at the same time, yeah, it does. So this guy ends up walking up to me. He says something like his name is Daddy. And then he says, do I have any cash that he's starving? And the truth is, I don't have any cash on me. I don't usually even carry my wallet when I just walk outside or when I walk in this area in general. No, there's no reason for a liability like that. And that's 100% true. I When I walk Bijou, I don't have a wallet. I don't have cash on me usually. It's just, to me, a smarter way to be. Don't give anybody any reason to want anything. That's the way I live in sketchy areas. So, um, you know, I, I had to give him an honest no. And then he said something like, well, I'm still going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure you're all right. Which, again, is a nice thing to say. So, of course, I'm not going to be rude with this guy or tell him to fuck off or whatever. You know, he's his heart's in the right place, too. He's just, you know, tweaker adjacent and possibly homeless. I don't know his living situation. I'm just telling you guys from what I saw. So, but from what this guy is seeing, the guy that's waiting in his car for me, the good girl, he is seeing a guy with tattoos on his face that he's supposed to meet on Grindr and a tweaker adjacent, possibly homeless guy walking up with him. And I'm sure to him on some level, it probably looked like a setup. But that doesn't occur to me in the least in the moment because this guy is just, I told you the situation. So I'm just like, you know, complete stranger, whatever. And so of course the guy walks up to him and gives him a spiel. I'm dad, I'm daddy, which I don't know how this kid missed that, but he missed it. Um, cause when I mentioned it a second later, he was like, Oh, I didn't know. Cause, um, I was, um, 
And he did talk like that, you know, and he said he had a girl voice and his voice really isn't that feminine. His mannerisms are, but like I said, I was still down. Like, I, like for me, none of this matters, but just I'm trying to do a proper impression of what he was doing because he was like, you know, oh, I am. That's after we got, you know, and so the guy walks up to talk to him and then I realize, oh, yeah, I forgot I'm dealing with the girly boy because, you know, then it clicks for me again because while I'm walking up, I'm just going to pick up this dude that I'm going to fuck or get to know or fuck and get to know. So um, I'm not thinking on the same level he's thinking where he feels like this might be a threatening situation. That doesn't even occur to me. I just walk up with him and then once the guy gives him his spiel, then he looks kind of like he's stunned and then it clicks for me fully. I'm like, oh, he must think this guy is really giving him the shakedown or whatever. So I know my position at that point is to be like, come on and no, he doesn't have any money and be polite to the guy and get the girly boy out of that situation. Damsel in distress. I get it. Like I say, I know these dynamics. It's not like any of this was not like those parts, the, the heavily accented parts. It's more like the subtle parts that I hadn't thought about. Cause to me, even though I have a lot of tattoos and stuff, I don't think like it looked like me and that guy would necessarily be, bosom buddies the one that I walked up with you know it, like you should know that that's not what's happening here but you never know you've got a stranger you never met whatever so I you know bring him through and then we're here and talking and he likes EDM which you know electronic dance music is what that is and that's people who go to raves and he said he goes to raves and stuff like that and so like that made it so I was thinking oh well then all this guy would be would be a fuck because I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody that's in the rave scene you know and then I started to feel like he told me about you know because like I said that hadn't even occurred to me with that other guy but he told me at that point that you know he was a little bit worried because he thought maybe we knew each other and that kind of thing so then I was just like, oh, and I like I am really good at picking up on energy. That's why I do stand up or a part of why I'm good at stand up, you can say, is because I have to feel the energy of the room. You know, that's why I do things the way I do them when it comes to stand up. If you've ever seen me live, you notice I'm very reactive and maybe you wonder where that comes from or what it is. It's from really being present and feeling what's to be felt. I also can turn that off pretty well now because it's a liability in everyday life and that's a hundred percent true and it's the reason i don't hang out with a lot of people because i feel their energy and i'm like yeah i don't want this around me and i don't even have to have a thing to hang it on it just i feel the energy and i'm like yeah i'm either with this or i'm not so i'm feeling his energy and i'm feeling that like maybe he doesn't want me to make a move on him at the same time, I felt like he did, but I don't want to have to think like that, especially in the beginning. Like we just either ease into it like me and everybody else, which that sounds bad, but you know, it is what it is. All right. You guys want a fucking virgin? Then go find that channel. Go find the gay virgin channel. This is Ty Rivera, the absolute best LGBTQ comedian in the world. Now you either want it or you don't. 
Anyway, me and everybody else have no problems. So why should this be the exception? I'm not liking this energy on my couch, but whatever. I'm still willing to chat with you, get to know you. But he's not very good at just the conversation part. Maybe it was because he felt so uncomfortable. He also said he had anxiety um, from that situation. Even after we're in my place and it's chill, there's dog toys everywhere. How evil could I be? But you, I guess you never know. You don't even know if you're, if this is my place, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know how people that are anxious like that think. Because to me, even if you've never met me before, I feel like I should be a comforting presence. And for most people, I know that I am. So it's not like I'm off in that. You know, once anybody gets to know me even a little bit, like once I walk you through my door, once I don't just do something creepy or like I'm trying to be respectful of the situation. But also I know sometimes guys, because of my appearance, will want me to be more aggressive and kind of attack them. And maybe that's what he wanted to begin with. But all of this, I don't want to have to think about. If that's what you wanted, all you had to do was turn around and grab me and it would be on. I guarantee you, I would, like, that's part of what I do. Like, that's, <sighs> come on. It's uh, like, uh, he, here's the, the problem. And uh, he's a great guy, I'm sure. And he's really cute. And I wouldn't take that back at all. Like, I, he's very cute, very attractive. I um, even, like I said, like the nails and it, like everything was for the, that part was completely, I like that. But when you're not intuitive enough to know, A, that once I talk and you see my interaction with this stranger, that you should have any question about that. So that's one thing. B, you're still anxious once we get in my place after you've seen my place is super chill and I'm being super chill with you. And then you're not even a good conversationalist. It's kind of like, well, what was I supposed to think about you other than a fuck? You got to be offering something. And like I said, maybe it was because he was so uncomfortable. But... I, I even told him politely, you know, that just in my life, I don't, and I didn't use this word, but this is the way I felt was I don't have the luxury of being anxious. And so that was another thing that made me, and maybe he didn't like me. I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't get the sense that he was not into it like I said like I felt like if I and I could be completely wrong on this but I felt like if I made a move we definitely would have fucked but it's kind of like he did a reverse of what a lot of people do or what he was doing in the beginning like he really sold that more than just a fuck vibe and then I try to dig in and get to know you and then you don't produce and so at that point, I don't want to fuck because I don't feel like you're being authentic, whatever you actually are. And maybe that sounds ridiculous. I don't know what the, uh, I'll, I guess I'll watch on the edit and see if I can go along with my own thinking on this. But I just didn't feel like he would be able to even fit in my life if he wanted to, because 
like I said, my life doesn't allow people to be anxious. It doesn't allow me to be anxious. And I can't be worried about you every time I'm in a different venue or you come to see me somewhere. Even chanclas for some people can seem threatening, I'm sure. And so like if you were to walk into chanclas and be anxious about any of the clientele there or you felt uneasy because I don't know what, then I'm not going to be the person to walk you through that all the time. The people I date, wherever they are on the feminine to masculine scale, have to be at least strong enough that they don't get freaked out with very basic situation and he told me he wasn't high and he doesn't do any drugs so it's not like you could even be like maybe he ate an edible and everything seemed crazy to him like you know because that does happen but he's completely sober and you're that anxious about a quick interaction in the parking lot and it took him a little while to wind down but by the time he wound down because he was like okay i feel better now and then i was like you know it's okay if you're still uncomfortable and you want to leave i'm cool with that because you know while he's unwinding i was watching videos on youtube like music and then at a point he was like what is this and it was just like no 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 girl whatever whatever you're doing stop yourself yeah i mean like it was the fucking pixies and so i get it if you haven't heard it or whatever but the what is this shouldn't be uh like what is this you listen to edm that's not exactly good music i i and i listen to things all over the spectrum i like a lot of pop i like a lot of shit there is certain things that you could say what is this and i'll be like you're kind of right you're not 100 percent off the money this was something that i fell in love with that nobody else did well, they did, but just for that minute, and I took it serious. I fell in love with the stripper. That's what happens when you love a pop song like I love pop songs because they're gone. They're just not, they don't love you back. So anyway, uh, there are things that I would, and Pixies is not pop. I also like old school alternative, so there's that. But honestly, you should not say what is that in a shitty tone to Pixies. And if you listen to EDM, you should not say what is that in a shitty tone to anything, really. If I'm keeping it 100, this is not something that we should really be going through. But anyway, th that did get on my nerves. And I was just with, I didn't tell you guys this about the last guy that I went on the, like whatever you would call it, the date with. I'm really fucking up lately, you guys, you know, but it's it's fun anyway. But uh, it's fun having follies. I guess I've had enough sex with people that now it's more about <laughs> the follies of it. So do what you will with that information. Maybe this is me subconsciously wanting these things to happen so I don't have to fuck people because I'm tired. I'm kind of tired of fucking. Well, I'm tired of fucking strangers or that part is like grown out of me and I hate it. I hate it that it's grown out of me, but like I actually wouldn't mind getting to know somebody. So now I'm ready to get to know some, you know, that's what I get. Cause there were plenty of people that wanted to get to know me and I just wanted like, it wasn't the same. It wouldn't have been good. Like there's anyway. So, so anyway, the point is 
I'm getting turned off as we're getting to know each other because we're not really getting to know each other. It's just uncomfortably sitting with the stranger on my couch at this point. He doesn't. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you guys that I forgot to tell you. The other guy that I hooked up with that I went out on that date type situation with that was I mentioned at the end of the last episode. He when I went to his house the first night, his apartment his music was trash, like legit trash. I really hated his music. And like I said, he was very cute. Nothing against him as a person, but just that music was bad. And so when we were even hooking up that first night, I couldn't really get too into it because like for me to notice terrible music, it has to be terrible music because I'm always not in control of the music and I can listen to almost anything. So I, and I don't even know what this shit was. It was just terrible, terrible music. And he had it playing really loud. And he also uh, had like, I don't, it wasn't a strobe light. It was like colored lights. And those were like swirling and I felt like I was going to have a seizure because I was like, I'm not even seizure prone, but I it just, you know, it seems right that if you get enough exposure that you're going to fucking seize up. And so I was worried that I might have a seizure and I just, it felt kind of like a nightmare experience and that, that music was so bad and that light was going. So I guess I'm kind of big on atmosphere, at least in it being comfortable and maybe that's you know like that's kind of what happened there like he created that atmosphere where he was uncomfortable and that's I guess you could say unfortunate but at the same time at least I got a real read of what he was like and then I didn't have to waste any time on it so this time I guess the way that I should look at it is it is a gain because I didn't even have to waste fucking this guy I probably should have fucked him though because he was cute and I feel like I kind of missed out on that like I should have just like gone in and just but maybe that's the smarter thing because if I really like having sex with someone, I can easily be fooled into thinking that I like the rest of them. And that, as you guys have seen, isn't always the case. But yeah, so, you know, that happened. And I don't mind that it turned out the way that it did. And I don't know exactly what to make of that other than no matter what happens, me and Bijou keep doing what we're doing anyway, so... Does any of this really matter? I feel like maybe I should talk to fewer people on Grindr because I'm just not in the mood lately to just... I might even delete the app. I haven't decided what I'm going to do about that because I'm not feeling it like I used to. And the other day, like, because I changed my profile picture and... You know, I got my hair cut, so I think people are liking that. But, like, it, I blew up. I mean, like, it was, like, a lot of interactions there. And I wasn't really in the mood to, like, field it and even really chat. Because I know that what I'm going to get on Grinder is just a hookup. So I might just delete the app and go regular world style because I I've gotten lazy but when I was younger there was a point where that's all I did was just meet people in regular life like I and that was before people were out and gay the way that they are but I would just be like I can nose this out we can definitely figure this out and so I would uh 
just you know end up meeting guys like straight people did grocery store or just out riding my bike at the time i used to ride my bike a bit running errands there was the rollerblading fiasco which i don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> but i used to meet guys when i'd be out rollerblading but that came to a tragic and embarrassing end my my rollerblading career and i wasn't even good at well clearly i wasn't good at it but whatever it's fuck rollerblades but yeah i would meet people in regular life like that and then you know occasionally going to the clubs at that kind of thing and so i don't really worry about that part of it i guess the other thing that i don't like is everybody in the gay community now is hoes and i know i was doing it for a long time so i'm not like throwing shade or anything i'm just saying god damn i fucking my timing was off you know usually i'm better at timing these things but it's like i was fucking out there blazing that whole trail <laughs> creating the track for these bitches and then now I don't feel like it anymore. And it's at its peak. Like people are the most. They're getting down. <laughs> I need to get my life together. But this is what I'm going through right now. And so I don't know. Maybe I'll go through another whole phase. Because, you know, I've really been working on my squats and stuff like that. Because here's the deal people don't get with me. When my hair burnt off, I don't know if she just burnt it off low enough that you could tell or if she just burnt it to that point where it ended up like that. But it looks like I'm getting a little bit of a bald spot. So I really have been going heavy on the squats and stuff like that because the way I see it is if you think you're getting a bald spot, make your ass better so nobody looks at your bald spot. That's I refuse to take a loss. That's the way I do things. So and don't try to peep it either when you see me in real life. Just fucking chill. Don't be a snitch. But yeah, so my ass is getting better. And maybe if I make my ass look the way I want it, maybe I'll go through another hoe phase. Maybe this time I'll be a bottom and be a hoe because I was a hoe is a top. And, you know, it might be like a going out of business sale, you know, where you're just like, all right. Just might as well, since I'm clearly not getting married. And I know that I probably shouldn't be worried about that at all. But there is a part of me, too, because I, I told you guys, I know that I'm meant to be a daddy. So in order to be a daddy, I've got to be a daddy. Just playing. In order to be a daddy, I've got to, I feel like I should have somebody, you know. And also, I need help around here. And not like, you know, I'm needing somebody to come in and pay my bills. It would be nice. But that's not what I'm saying right now. What I'm saying is somebody to watch Bijou instead of me having to arrange for somebody to watch Bijou or running errands, the things that I have to do during the day that I've gotten pretty good at doing myself, but I sometimes wish I had somebody to help with some of it. So there's that too. And then there's probably some conniving motherfucker that'll one day watch this video and end up trying to meet me and be that person because that's the way people are sometimes, which is something else I've dealt with, but we won't get into too much. But yeah, I've had people pretend not to know that I do stand up or anything about me. And then I end up figuring out that they knew or had 
just shady, you know? So there's that. And you guys see, I live a very regular life. It's not like I'm a celebrity. There's no reason to be conniving or there's no reason to be that person. But that's something that's happened too. And then there's just like different factors that people don't really think about when it comes to being in my position, which isn't really even a position other than I'm do stand up. I'm good at it. And I'm in a city that's not that big because Vegas isn't really that big. So yeah, I just need to find a fucking wife is what I need to find. And I guess I'm flexible. I could take a husband, but I feel like a good wife is more what I need. Maybe I'll get lucky and get like the perfect combination between the two I don't worry about any of this stuff even though I I mention it and I I'm very real with myself about this And I'll also be very real with you guys about it because what's the consequence? I'm just talking about me and dating and relationships and I know sometimes people Think of all this stuff as like the stuff that makes them crazy and maybe some people would watch this and think that I'm a little bit crazy but I also feel like that's what should be the comforting part of my presence to most people if they pay attention is I'm not any more messed up than anybody else. I'm just more open to talking about it. You know, I think a lot of people deal with different versions of toxic relationships or trying to unlearn certain things that you saw when you were younger that seeped into your subconscious that you'd probably like to think you're better than. But I've made every mistake in relationship type situations and I feel like it's all leading somewhere. So I don't get down about it because I really do feel like in the end, God or the universe or whatever you personally call it, I still say God, but I respect the universe as well. So a lot of times I feel like God and the universe work in conjunction to make things happen. So I feel like eventually God and the universe will put me with the person that I'm actually meant to be with. So I don't really have to put a lot of pressure on any of it, which is the way I feel about a lot of life. You know, people ask me about my career and that kind of stuff. I've told you guys before, I'm just staying afloat for right now. And that's what I'm happy with for right now, because I feel like I can do everything that I have to do and work on my online content, which that takes tempering too. Like I said, trying to figure out, you know, the way that the Tommy Lasorda thing does. And also if I post too much, then it seems to make views go down. Or then if I don't post enough, it seems like people forget. And so it's, it's a whole thing, you know, and it's something that I have to think about. And to me, that's the more important stuff to figure out right now. And if I stay on track and stay doing the things the way that I'm supposed to and the way that I feel is the most right in my heart of hearts and keep picking up lucky pennies, because you, if you guys don't know, I pick up lucky pennies all the time. I pick up like money from the ground all the time. The other day, a guy said that I was a tweaker or, you know, implied that I was a tweaker and he was talking to his friend and he thought I didn't hear him. And I thought that was so ridiculous because it's like tweaker is the furthest thing from what I am. But whatever, you know, but I was picking up change it was like a penny or something and I think that no I remember that day it was a penny and it was in front of the 7-eleven and that guy implied like I was a tweaker or something but one to me um finding money on the ground is not only like lucky penny status it's also the universe giving you money and it's also to me kind of like breadcrumbs is the way i look at it and it's the universe telling me that i'm on the right path and i should always keep my eyes open for that stuff because what's bad about spotting money you know it's 
So for me, there's several levels that that works on, but that's a part of what I do. You know, the other day, yesterday, I picked up a lucky penny in my friend Ralph's house, uh, Ralph Tutela. I really do like Ralph Tutela, and I was in his place yesterday. And trust me, if you had money laying around your house, I'm not going to pick it up and be like, that's money from the universe. But when it's a penny and you're sitting right there and I tell you the significance of the penny to me and also that I picked it up because I'm specifically in your place right now and I feel like, you know, since you're my friend and I'm here, this is me definitely being on the right track. You know, it gets another, what's it called? And it was a shiny ass fucking penny too. And so I explained it to him, but like, that's the way I feel about everything right now. So anything that gets in the way of me being the most natural me has to be ejected. Any of the other stuff that is me being a messed up human being or like, the date situation that I messed up the other night or the different relationships that I haven't been the best with. I'm trying to get better and better at relationships. So as long as I'm not purposely disrespecting people's time or mistreating them, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And so like the way everything plays out for me is even though it may look kind of out of control from the outside or not even out of control, but just maybe not the happiest situation. I don't even know how you would phrase that. The like the ideal outcome that's the best way to phrase it is the ideal outcome for most people and what they think a date should be or a planned hookup or whatever that would be um, none of that means anything bad in my world it all is just God taking me on the exact track I'm supposed to be on to get exactly where it is I'm supposed to be and eventually be the exact person that I'm supposed to be because I haven't always been the best person and I admit that 100% and I've had terrible relationships. I've had abusive relationships, some that I initiated, some that they initiated, some where we were just mutually that way. And more recently, ones where it was the furthest thing from my mind and just kind of happened to me, but there's still something in my energy that's making that happen. But I feel like with every life experience, I get better at being me and I become a better person. And if I eventually die being the person that I want to be, maybe that's enough and I don't need to worry about being with somebody else. Maybe I don't in the end need someone to completely. Maybe if I work on being the man that I actually want to meet in real life, I'll either attract him or I'll realize that me being that person was more important than me ending up with that person. And that's kind of the way I see things and why I stay unbothered.